I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sine. Yes. I want to give a shout out to Ayo Edibiri and her manager because she's got the hardest working manager in or agent in all of Hollywood right now. She? Every time I put something on, Uh she's in it, right? And you know what? It's a pleasure to see her. I'm not yet bored or, you know. No, not at all. I love her. Um, Can't get enough. The bear, obviously, she's amazing. She popped up in Abbott Elementary. She's in the first episode of the latest season of Black Mirror, which we'll talk about. She's in an episode of I Think You Should Leave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she's also going to be April O'Neil in the new Spider. The new Spider. Well, she's in Spider Verse too, but she's also in the new Ninja Turtles yes. movie. Yes. And I didn't realize she's in Freshman Year slash Shit House, the one we watched a couple of years ago. Who was she? In a small role. I guess Someone. one of the kids at college, I guess. Okay, yeah. cool. I just feel like no matter what we do, she'll be there. And it's always a pleasure. It is. Hello, Sine. This is I Only Like You Movies, in case you didn't know that. And hello, listeners, as well, in case you didn't know. My name's Lonnie. Thanks for letting me know. I just turn up and I'm not sure what podcast I'm on. It's like, oh, is it the only one I do or is it something else? <laughs> what did we watch this week recently slash talking about today? Uh, we watched the latest episode of Black Mirror. The latest season, the latest rather. season? <laughs> oh, all episodes of it. Five whole S- episodes. Season six. Mm-hmm. Now, what did we think, Sine? No. You're over it. Done with it, eh? I don't like the horror stuff, and that seems to be the direction he's going in. Mm. I like the social commentary. I like the technology stuff. I like that better than horror. I don't like horror. Why is that? Well, um, firstly, it's scary. And um, secondly, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's it's a cheap genre. Here we go. I'm going hard at the beginning. I think <laughs> oh, it's cheap. Wow. I think it's cheap because I think it's like, oh, if we put a big bang, we'll get the audience to jump. Yep, you will. Congratulations, you've done it. <laughs> Not here for it. Get out of here. The thing about Black Mirror is that it's been around for so long now and it had so many really high points, I think. Yes. And established itself with a very particular style. It's probably the technology, downer endings, sometimes twists in the tail. That I think it's really hard to keep doing that forever, mm-hmm. and that's probably explains why um, they've gone sort of more in the, the horror as opposed to the sci-fi angle. Mm-hmm. But I think after you have such high highs, you kind of set yourself up for failure, don't you? Because you can't quite capture them ever again. I remember Charlie being on. Was it? Would I lie to you? I think it might have been. And mm-hmm. they were asking whether he was ever going to make any more, and he's like, "Well, at the moment, real life's." weirder than anything I can come up with so no for the moment it's going to be it so when I heard that he was coming back with stuff I was like okay so you must have something to sort of say then Mm. but did he 
I have something to say. Uh, I would say so. And I think in this this season, maybe the first and the third episode, that's Jonah's Awful and Beyond the Sea yes. are the most Black Mirror-y Are the ones. only two good episodes? Yep. Wow. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. Um, but, like, yeah, if you're Charlie... Do you, Brooker, do you want to make a sort of more of a horror aspect, like mythological, supernatural stuff? Make a new show. Yeah, that that is the kind of the the concern here. Like, but would anyone watch it? I yes. saw someone online being quite quite mean about this, being like, "The only reason I paid for a subscription this month to seek to watch Netflix was to watch Black Mirror and it's sci-fi, but now you're giving me horror, and that's no, that's that's you've lied to me, my money back, sort of thing." Maybe that's a bit harsh, but I think. <laughs> I can see where they're coming from in terms of the expectations of the audience I not being met. people would have seen it. Everyone knows who Charlie Brooker is. You bill it as from the creator of Black Mirror. And because mm. you found out he's, he, what's the new Red, Red Mirror? There is talk of that, yeah, being a sort of spin-off. Which is going to was on. It was, that's be... what the first, last episode was called. Yes. Is that going to be hor- horror stuff or more fantasy or what's, what's the geo with that? So it was introduced as a Red Mirror film, mm-hmm. Wikipedia tells us, and then if it's successful, there could be further episodes under that label. So it might still be, okay. I guess, like an offshoot, almost spin off sort of thing. Got you, yeah. Mm. Um, anyway, let's talk about each episode, hey? That's probably sure. a good way to do this. Um, let's go to... first episode was called Jonah's Awful. Yes. Got one of our faves. Sure does. Danny. <laughs> I, I love her so much. Yeah. What was this one about, Sunny? Well, this one is about Joan and she's living her life, going to work and stuff, and then she gets home, turns on Netflix and turns out, well, stream, Barry, turns mm. out her life has been fictionalised and is now on TV and she's watching all the things that she did that day, played by Selma Hayek. And it's sort of, so Charlie said he was inspired by, um, by the dropout for this episode mm-hmm. of how weird it would be seeing your life sort of play out on screen. Um, and, and your life over like the last couple of years. Yes. Very, your, your most recent history, not like a biopic of someone's no. life from the last decade or something. Yeah. Which is a cool concept. I got a bit lost the end it felt really rushed to me when um, Michael Sarah turns up. So it turns out there's shows within shows within shows, totals all the way down sort of thing. Um, different people, like Selma Hayek's playing Annie and then is it Kate Blanchett's playing her? Like it, mm. it just goes down and there's a computer and the computer is like CGI and so we kill CGI I got really confused at the end. Yeah, well, it's kind of a little bit, very much prescient in the sense of the AI-generated videos that have become quite popular over the last few months. Um, and this idea about actors being replaced in terms of the acting and writing strike that's happening mm-hmm. at the time of recording, which seems like it's not going to end anytime soon. Um, so, yeah, I guess the concept is... She didn't realize when she signed up for Streamberry Netflix that she was giving away the rights to her life, and then they're using CGI and these really fancy computers to create a drama based on a drama series based on her life. 
at the same time the actors have sold over their likeness to the cgi models that's right and yes. so she tries to do something completely ridiculous which is having diarrhea at a church to show the actors that that this is what you're signed up for but you know, they can't get out of the contract sort of thing i think i liked the start of the episode when it starts sort of devolving into mm-hmm. she's on the couch with her with her husband and they're watching themselves yes. on screen that was kind of really horrible feeling and that was like interesting but sort of drifted away and i think i liked the concepts that were introduced in the second half but as you said it was quite rushed and sort of we're just told this is what's happening now yeah michael sarah's just like this is the situation this is what's happening this is what you need to do and then the it was over the episode was over yeah so i think like strong beginning in terms of Mm -hmm. um the story strong concepts as it went on but didn't quite marry up together unfortunately and yet it's the second best episode of the season wow she's coming in hot today folks you agree with me i know you agree with me you're just putting me out there as the the one to get all the all the heat <laughs> but you're right in terms of being black mirror e it was exactly this could have fit in any, any of the episodes any season before yes and with that the cast as well it kind of very much um I mean like those first couple of seasons they had no names for the most part and then as it's gone on they've had yeah I think a lot of actors love it and so they want to be part of it and so they've got every big name so actor cool. they could yeah yeah but also for them it's like turn up for a day and just shoot a little one little scene like exactly yeah um, always good to see Annie Murphy that we love Michael Cera amazing Himish Patel really liked him yeah I love him I love him in everything um, Mm. But the next episode, you would not realize it's the same mm. Black Mirror, would you? I really didn't like this episode. It's a throwback to the first couple seasons when it's you know, certain in England or Scotland with this one with um, no names and very much on the the depressing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you didn't like it, did you? So we had to stop watching it because it was okay. Kind no. of creepy. So to be, to, we had to stop watching it. We started watching it at night, and it was right when they found out she was watching the first video of the torture stuff or something was happening. And I was like, no, 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 I'm out immediately. It didn't mm-hmm. end up being as scary as I thought it was going to be. There weren't jump scares or anything. Who are these people who are like, oh my god, I can't believe it was the mum. Like, how shocking. Who saw this coming? I'm um, mm. sorry us the creepiest person in the world is in the show of course she's going to be behind things like what are you talking about mm-hmm. so this episode there's a, a young couple and they're making a um a film together and they go back to this guy's hometown um and they figure out that there's actually like a really dark history there was a serial killer who lived in the town and he tortured uh, like tourists who came through and they decide okay this is what the film's about this is what the film should be about then the girlfriend discovers that the her mother-in-law essentially is sort of behind it all and she was the one, the guy they all blamed it on to be the serial killer, didn't have anything to do with it. The mum was sort of behind it and the and the kid's dad as well, who's now dead. I think he was part of it, but he was like yeah. maybe he was he was dragged along by them. Maybe he was, you know, not all there in the head and so he was brought to do in the fall guy as well. Yes. But yeah, it was all it was all the parents. So, like, kind of really depressing. Really super depressing. Um, There's, you know, a suicide in this. Um, Mm. It's, yeah. 
I really didn't like it. I, d- I didn't like it for a couple of reasons. I think mm. I really hated how they treated um, Pia, the girlfriend's character. She just tripped and fell and died just because they needed to get her out of the story. They needed to conclude that in some way. Um, I just didn't like that. I just thought that was convenient that, like, okay, she's done now, moving along. What I really loved about this episode was the last, like, <laughs> three to five minutes mm-hmm. where it turns out this documentary, which has now become about the filmmaker who came to make a film and realised his mother was a serial killer, mm. has been released by Streamberry. Of course, there's this... Um, Black Mirror thing where there's hints to other shows within episodes and stuff and it's really, really cool, like this Black Mirror universe. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that the show wins a BAFTA and it's sort of him just sitting there with the mask, which is a lovely nod to the mask that his mother wore as the disguise of the Mm -hmm. BAFTA statue. And it sort of is, is sort of like taking apart a little bit of Hollywood. Like I always thought this when you know, best international feature wins or or international short film, for example. And it's always about this horrible subject. It's like bombings in Iran or like someone, you know, lost their child and they're going through this really hard things. And these people are going up saying, yeah, thanks. I want to say thanks to all the producers and um, to everyone who worked in the film and to the person whose story this is about. We couldn't have done it without you. It's like an afterthought almost, isn't it? Yeah, and it was sort of showing the sort of behind the scenes of that. I wanted that. I wanted that to be the story and I wanted that, that to be more. I think they, mm. they made a great point, but it was a bit too late. And I think there was more to investigate there. I think um, what I liked about that as well mm. was the town that he goes to, his hometown, is basically dying Yes. at the beginning. And then as the popularity of this horrible, um, it's like a good documentary, but about a horrible subject, mm. then it becomes a tourist spot for for that sort of dark tourism they talk about. Um, that was an interesting point as well. It is, But made yeah. in the last five minutes. Agreed. Like that, there are people, you know, Instagram influencers now who go to Auschwitz and, you know, mm. take selfies in front of the gas chambers, which I just think is so horrendous and horrible and horrific. But it's sort of this depersonalization, this, this othering of trauma um, mm. and the way we consume, like even um, – murder podcasts you know like we listen mm-hmm. to the first ones we haven't listened to them in a long long time because it's just it's awful it's exploiting these people's yeah. worst thing that they've most traumatic thing they've ever gone through for entertainment like no well, i read about again charlie yeah necessarily has the final word in his stories but you know he's obviously part of he's part of the, the process but what mm. he was inspired by was how beautiful a lot of these true crime documentaries are Yes. With like the drone shots and like beautiful landscapes, but that is it's almost hiding. It's a juxtaposition of a beautiful place, but horrible things are happening. Yeah. But it's the same thing. It's a beautiful film about a horrible subject. Yeah. And people winning awards off it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about The Staircase a lot recently and how we watched that initial documentary and then we watched the series afterwards mm-hmm. and how on one level it's a really amazing piece of dramatic work yet a real person died and those families were destroyed forever yeah just kind of the same thing here and what about the end when he reads the note and it says for your film from mum so like it's almost a compassionate act in a really really twisted way yeah. from her it, that I kind think, of 
Yeah. That was a good ending. But you're right. The getting to that point was took a while. It was a good ending. I mean, I think, like, she almost had this. She wasn't all there, I don't think. You know, she had this no. way to switch on. Oh, I'll make you a shepherd's pie for dinner. And I'll. I was worried that the people were in the pies for a bit. I thought we were in a Sweeney Todd situation. Um, and so in a weird way, I think that was her being like, oh, you can still use this for your film, like in a really mm-hmm. motherly, tenderly switch. Yeah. Like she had these two it's sides almost. Yeah. I, I think I, I read online about this. I think it could have been better. And I agree with you what you said about Pia. They, they sort of killed her off and made her a really stupid character for a second when she yeah. was shown to be quite intelligent before that. Yes. And she runs out into the middle of nowhere like, and why dies would you, in Why a would you creek. ever do like, that? Like, <laughs> Yeah. But it could have been interesting if she'd stayed alive and got out of that situation mm-hmm. and she was enjoying the success of the documentary while he yes. is still tr- dealing with the trauma. Yeah. I think that could have been another complication to make that ending even darker but more powerful yeah i remember you mentioning that to me i think mm. that would have been perhaps the more interesting road to take i think they, the the point they're trying to make people said online was that before that you know people had died in the wilderness of of scotland and it was just put down to its nature it's it's you know harsh out here mm-hmm. yet this these are people being that's how the sort of the story before the serial killings were un, unfound or found out, mm. but I don't know. It, it seemed cheap way for her for such an intelligent, interesting character to, to pass away. It didn't feel real. No, I authentic. agree. Okay, number three, Beyond the Sea. We said it was it was again more of the Black Mirror esque stuff, but I, I, it's almost another level. This one, I think, it's best episode. It's probably one of the best episodes of the whole six seasons. I would say. Wow. Wow. Right. Wow. Firstly, Josh Hartnett is back and I am here for it. He's back. back. in a big way. Yeah, in a huge way. Love him. Love to see it. Great to see him. I I love how they're they're weaponizing his all-American good looks, you know. Yes. It's so, uh, yeah, me too. (laughs) Sorry. I'm really excited. (laughs) (laughs) He's this tall, handsome, you know, the the classic, you could be the president sort of the way he looks. Absolutely. Uh Uh-huh. And he's so creepy in this Mm. episode. Um, Also stars one of our favourites, Aaron Paul, which was really a huge pull. He and Annie being in this season was a huge pull for us to Mm. watch it. We probably would have watched it anyway, but um, an extra one because they're our faves. Kate Mara is also in this episode playing an an incredible role. So this this is sort of um, one of those alternate history things, which I think are really awesome. So we're set in like the 60s, late 60s? Yeah. So it's sort of yeah, set at the time of the space race. Yeah. Um, and Aaron Paul and Josh Hartnett's characters, Cliff and David, they're in space on a space mission, but they have replicas of their bodies on Earth and they can, like, mm. go to sleep and put in a little card, key card or whatever, and they can wake up on Earth to live this sort of, like, a regular life with their partner in real life and all that. And there's a lot of uh, sort of like a Sharon Tate thing. Did you see this being mm, spoken about? Yeah, yeah. definitely. So it's... It's like a Manson family sort of yeah. um, break in murder. Yeah. Yeah. So basically people in the real world think that replicas are unnatural. Um, the fact that a replica has had children with a human is an abomination to them. Um, and so they kill Josh Hartnett's 
wife and, and children in sort of a Sharon Tate murder mm. sequence, which is absolutely horrific and horrible and horrendous. And what does he... They also kill his replica. So he can now no longer travel back to Earth. He's just stuck okay. on this spaceship forever with no hope. Um, and then Aaron Paul's character speaks to his wife, Kate Mara, about it. And she's like, well, what if you let him use your replica for a bit? He could come, spend some time on the farm, have a lovely time, breathe in some air, you know, be, mm. go in a different place. It might be therapeutic for him, which is this, you know, call to adventure. We all know this isn't going to go very well. <laughs> Especially in Black Mirror. Especially in Black Mirror. <laughs> and boy, does it not. So um, basically, I'd say they both sort of fall for each other. Kate Mara's character and mm. Josh Hartnett sort of fall for each other. Aaron Paul does an incredible job of playing Josh Hartnett, playing him, which I'll just say is, yeah. you know, a phenomenal thing to be able to do as an actor. Um, basically, fights ensue and the only way for Josh Hartnett's character to feel whole again is to take from Aaron's character what was taken from him. Um, and it's such an affecting sequence where we wake up on Earth and Aaron is Aaron, you know, and he's just got blood everywhere and he just walks through the mm. house and you don't see anything. And that's that classic thing where what we imagine is the worst possible thing it could be. It's worse mm. than even showing us. You don't us. need to see it. You don't yeah. need to see it. Really affecting storytelling, like a flawless episode, I think. I don't think there's anything I would change. Like it was really incredible. No, and looking at how crazy the last couple of years have made some people, talking about COVID and the anti-vaxxer crowd, like if there were actual replicant sort of people in this sort of world, mm -hmm. I, I, I sadly agree. I think there would be people out there who want to kill them. Yeah. Right? Like, as we've been shown, you know, there have been horrible incidents where people who've sort of maybe start off with some legitimate concerns about something mm -hmm. and then they get warped online to to be take you know physical actions violent actions yeah i think it would happen um, that's probably what's so horrific about this is it's it's possible which i guess is is the whole point of black mirror right like it it's mm. so horrific because it's grounded in some sort of reality mm -hmm. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah. I don't know yeah, how, how someone can 
come up with a storyline like this. <laughs> but to do that and then to be able to execute it really well, like mm. he's not a human being. He like how, <laughs> sorry, but how can he do this? Like this is incredible. Yeah. Um and it's it's funny, it's released as part of five episodes of the sixth season of a show that's been around since twenty eleven, right? Yeah. But if this was a film by itself, it'd be talked about as one of the best movies of the last year, wouldn't yes, it? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Kind of funny how it's yeah, it's plonked in the middle of yeah a season. You just watch on Netflix if you get around to it. Um, yeah. So if Jane is awful is like the the most classic Black Mirror, mm. Lock Henry is kind of not mm. quite on the same wavelength of previous seasons, and this is Beyond the Sea is killing it in terms of. Think taking everything we've done over the last six seasons and perfecting it. Yeah. What do we think about the next two, Sine? What do you reckon? I liked what they were trying to say in the next episode. Yeah, I think the themes were like killing it. Don't Concepts. know. Don't know if I was there at the end. <laughs> you recap this one. All right. So in Maisie Day. It's again. It's a period piece, but it's always funny to see period pieces of times we live through, isn't it, Sine? Doesn't feel right. I can't cope. I can't cope. They're talking about like old people's music being Florence and the Machine. Like, stop. (laughs) You need. You need to stop. (laughs) Um, and it's set in 2006, apparently, and well, that sort of area, and it's about a paparazzo, which is I think you said as you watched it, like that's such a cool concept for a movie because Mm -hmm. they're. I don't know they're they're really terrible profession. I think being a pap- paparazzi photographer. Yeah. But at the same time, you can kind of you can see how she is wanting to like she's wanting to get out of the industry, but she's drawn to the scandal. And I think unfortunately, a lot of us are drawn to the scandal of celebrity. Um. Yeah. So it's it's as he beats, so we always like and lots of different things. She's trying to to make it as a as a paparazzo. Um. But then she gets wind that there's um this latest actress who's sort of been in rehab is around in in sort of going into rehab nearby and she you know has been offered a huge amount of money to get the first photo and obviously you're supposed to think about britney spears and other mm-hmm. paris hilton other people of this time who are being really preyed upon by these these vultures right in the paparazzi world um however Maisie Day, who's played by Clara Regard, um, she's gone through some really terrible stuff and she's actually done a hit and run over in Europe while she's shooting this movie. And we think she's just is really traumatised by that. And she's being sort of helped, quote-unquote, helped by this doctor mm-hmm. um, who is you know, a classic Hollywood doctor who we think is maybe just preying on her as much as everybody else is. The twist that we find out, Sine, is that after she sneaked herself in with a bunch of other paparazzi into this um, rehab facility in the middle of the woods, she's been chained up. We're like, oh my God, this is a horrible doctor who's going to mm-hmm. chain her up and leave her here for several days. It's a full moon, Sine. So what does that mean? She's a werewolf. <laughs> she's a werewolf. She breaks out, kills a bunch of people, um, yet when she is is finally she finally dies it's you know her as a her mm. as human herself and the the paparazzo gets the picture yeah so i really liked 
what they were doing. I liked all the allegory. I, I, I did think it was interesting seeing a show from the perspective of the paparazzi. Like, um, mm-hmm. we're talking about for a long time, like, why do we even need these people? But back in the day, they were the only access to celebrities that you had. You saw one picture of yeah. Angelina Jolie at the Oscars. That's all. We didn't have this, like, interaction with them online like we do now. And there is a necessary mm-hmm. evil in working with the paparazzi to, because if you're famous, you need to keep your name being talked about. You need to be relevant. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so when you have a day off your era's tour and you're recording in the studio, you might need to make a call to a couple of paparazzi that you're going to be there at 10 a.m. so they can take some pictures of you walking into the recording studio and then they're done for the rest of the day. You've given them what they need. They say, thank you, Taylor. We've all had a good deal here. I think that the twist with the chained up thing felt to me a little bit like, is it Black Bear, the episode? Is that the name of the episode? Black this one's called Maisie Day. No, no. The Okay, there's a past episode of Black Mirror. I think it's called Black Bear. White Bear, I think you White mean. Bear, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, which, similar theme, right, where you start out and you're like, why is everyone being so awful to this person? Like, what's going on? And then you realize mm-hmm. they're the actual evil person. That's why, like, similar with the chained up, being chained up. I saw a lot of um, Princess Diana's death in this mm. episode of this person's been shot they're naked they're covered in blood the most horrific stuff is happening and yet you can't stop photographing them because you're so that's what you have to do mm-hmm. i thought that was really moving i did like the you know shoot me got the shot she she wanted mm-hmm. to die and the sort of shoot me as a picture shoot me as the gun i liked all of that I just don't know if I was here for the werewolf stuff. Is the problem that it's in a Black Mirror season? I'm not mad like that person about how dare you give me this, this isn't Black Mirror sort of thing. Mm. I think just for a long time I've seen Black Mirror as talking about technology and Mm -hmm. I just didn't get that theme Like, I think if the core thing of Black Mirror is phones, technology, how we're interacting with it, I guess cameras you could make a case for, but it wasn't really about that. So it was about culture, yeah, rather than the technology itself and how we use it. What about the the Twilight references tonight? (laughs) I didn't mind Twilight references. (laughs) So, yeah, obviously there's... We're in the woods. We've got yeah, um, super super black hole playing a fair bit, and the set in this sort of era. We've got werewolves, and so I guess the the vampires in this scenario mm. are the photographers. That yeah. sort of makes sense. I don't know. I kind of like that. Do you reckon the locals knew and the police? Mm, not sure. I don't think so, but maybe. I didn't think so upon first watching either, but now I'm just thinking. Mm. They were warning her not to go up there, you know. Mm. Like it could be small town with hidden secrets sort of thing. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. There, there is just something about it being in a Black Mirror context that when you find out it's a werewolf, that's never been what we've been expecting before in this show. So no, it does. It breaks <laughs> you out of it for a second. It does. At the same time, if they just want to have a fun episode where it's a werewolf is the twist, like I don't mind that. Sure. It's a bit of fun. Yeah. It can be fun. But and I like and at least it had some some themes behind it. 
as you were just mentioning. Yes. Yeah. But there's, I don't know, we both smiled and laughed a little bit when the werewolf twist yeah. happened, <laughs> which I don't know if that was the intention. I don't think so. Maybe it was. But, yeah, I'm not rushing back to watch this one, but I kind of, I see where they're going with it. I see where they're going. I liked what they were trying to do, but didn't grab me in the end sort of thing. Yeah, and, like, a lot of it, like, it, I guess it would be fun to watch back and see how it was seeded through the yes. twist. But yeah. is it all just about a misdirect and it becomes a little bit less impactful as you watch it? I agree. A second time. All right, what about Demon 79? Uh, the most horrific. I thought, was, <laughs> I thought it was pretty well done. But, again, I think it sits uncomfortably under a Black Mirror season. What about you? Agree. So we're in 1979 and Nita is a sales assistant at this department store. Mm. Um, she's dealing with a lot of racism from her co-workers and customers and boss. Mm. And she finds a like token, of, sort of like a, a really? domino thing. Yeah. Turns out there's a demon trapped inside of it. And if she doesn't kill someone, one person a day for the next three days the end of the world will happen. And so, I don't know. <laughs> Him turning off as a demon gave me nightmares for about three nights, so there's that. Um, incredible acting from both Anyana Vasan and Papa Esidu, um, who have seen mm. other things, but, like, it was good to see them together. They worked really well together. They they played off each other. It's essentially just these two sort of hanging around. Yeah, it's a two-handed for most of it, isn't it? yeah. And I guess the the question at the end, uh, she, she kills three people, I think, and then the police figure out and arrest her. And they're sort of playing yeah. with the idea of she sounds insane, right, to the police. It's like, yeah, the world's going to end if I don't do this horrible, horrific thing. And it's like, okay, you're mentally unwell and we need to lock you up. Mm. But then the end of the world sort of does happen. And I had a hard time figuring out whether that was her reality in her head or whether that was actually, like, what happened, like the world ended. Yeah, so she didn't doesn't quite kill the last guy, unfortunately, so she didn't do enough to no. prevent the, the apocalypse. But it's a little bit ambiguous whether it's mm. all been happening in her head, perhaps, or yeah. some of it has, or where it's really come from. I think... I liked the, the setting again, the historical setting, and that could be an interesting way for this whole series to play out, to have a whole season yeah. set in the past. That could be fun. I love these like throwback episodes. They're amazing. Yeah. And especially it's in the it's in the backdrop of of um you know, there's a lot of neo Nazi skinhead sort of stuff happening and mm -hmm. he's a politician is sort of um mm. dog whistling about a lot of that to try and to get to win the next election. And so I like the backdrop. I like the, I like things, you know, the way she's um, living a quite normal life in a working in a shop sort of stuff. Like mm -hmm. it was a good contrast to what the horrible things that she was asked to do by this demon. And you can kind of see in that in that world maybe she does have like a, a psychotic break. And I think at one stage she's actually reading a book which is about visualization. So maybe yes, maybe it's just sort of broken into her that she has to do this. But um. I don't know. I, I've got a bit of a problem in, in stories, in films, where it's about one character and they're interacting with a character that no one else can see. Yeah. 
it just gets a bit boring after a while where they're talking to someone and then the the hidden character is talking to them and they get distracted and stuff like we just we just get it we've seen it before you know are you having reese montrose flashbacks throughout this yes absolutely <laughs> um like i like it on some level but i kind yeah. of feel like that's been done it was, it was done well here of course but mm. i just feel like it's seen it before um and I, I don't know, do you think it would have been more effective if we knew for sure it was real? Because it kind of does say it's real, but there is still that Im- Im- ambiguity, I think. You know? Yeah, well, I think I think the question it asked of us was interesting, which is what if all of these people that we say they're crazy, they're mentally ill, who have these illusions of grandeur, what mm. if for once they were telling the truth and yeah. we didn't believe them, you know? That's an interesting question to posit. But you only posit that in the last two minutes. And I think the fact that they like walk hand in hand and they sort of have accepted that they're going to be in, in hell together essentially because they've both failed on their mission. I don't maybe it doesn't matter if we think it's real because it's the characters that yeah, because she mm. thinks it's real. And so in her thinking it's real, it has to be real. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to be yeah. deliberately obtuse, I'm just trying to figure it out no i get you um i don't know i also there were there were some hints so the first person she kills she sort of stumbles upon and the Mm -hmm. idea is the demon's giving her like all these reasons to kill this guy right and one of the reasons is he's abusing his daughter Mm. and that makes it easier for her i guess in a way to kill him because like he deserves it sort of thing um there's a rule that you can't kill murderers they don't count but people who do other bad stuff count and i think you even said like you were wondering whether it was going in the direction of the demon was lying to her about Mm. this because he was the only one who told her she didn't really have any other evidence that this was a thing that would happen um and i wonder yeah but like but Mm. seemingly it was it was played straight that he 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 was doing those things to his daughter so yeah okay like i think it would have been well, I was expecting the twist to be she finally sees the daughter and the daughter's really upset and it's, it was all a lie. And, yes, the demon's and, been lying to her. Or, yeah, I thought yeah. that was going to happen. But Yeah. I think I don't think it's unreasonable to expect that as well because Black mm. Mirror is a series that has set itself up on twists and double meanings and mm. things that, you know, they can totally pull the rug out from under you in the last 30 seconds of a show, you know. Um, and I think perhaps that way would have been a bit more interesting, but... Again, I don't want it to be like we're coming up with a concept and being like, why didn't you do the concept that we wanted? Because it, it wasn't that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It was it was nearly there for me in terms of its own self-contained story. It's not there for me as an episode of Black Mirror at all. There's nothing technology about it, nothing interesting about, you know, um, alternate history or, like, it was just pretty straight short film horror film great concept for a short horror film but mm. not really what i'm into yeah no, i think it i think if this had been a, a season of maybe three episodes and then they just said a black mirror season of three episodes and then be like guess what brand new uh, charlie Prooker presents red mirror yeah here's some some crazy um some horror supernatural stories people be more into it and maybe more accepting of it but it was kind of i guess they wanted to keep the twist of werewolves 
for episode four. I guess so. And yeah. then they're like, by the time we get to season episode five, you'll be all set for some supernatural stuff. That's kind of how it played out. But yeah. And I imagine that if it had been like a special double feature, here are two supernatural Black Mirror things, I think people would have been. Yeah, for it, you know? and I think like pretending, not pretending that it wasn't, but like not being upfront and being like, we're doing sort of something new to see if you guys like it because we might want to make a new show about it. I think that mm. probably um, annoyed some people, like that person you were saying about wanting money back, whatever. <laughs> annoyed one person. Well, least. yes, that's an extreme, obviously, but I'm just two saying people, that. you and you and this person. <laughs> the I think they, they could have marketed this a little bit better. And the messaging around it could have been a bit stronger. And I think maybe we would have been more on board with what they were trying to do. Yeah. And even just like th- treating it as a, like a, a special add-on, it feels like it's something important. Yeah. But here it's just the last episodes are kind of a bit different and it's kind of... It's just a bit weird. Makes, this, makes the season a bit unbalanced. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's the season. Oh, well, that's the season. I think... I can't really fault any of the performances across the five episodes. No, they weren't. And the the writing and directing is is as strong as ever, Mm. apart from those few concerns we've had with some of the episodes not feeling quite aligned. But um, I don't know. Where do you go from here? You've had six seasons plus that weird interactive film. Well, that's where I thought it was going to end, with the weird interactive film. Like, I didn't Mm. expect him to really come back from this because, you know, you have your six seasons in a movie sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you could just keep churning out Black Mirror episodes. I think he still has interesting stuff to say is the thing. Mm. Yeah, it's a shame because obviously you don't want to like throw away all the hard work that's led to this no. recognisable brand. But um, maybe you've got to challenge yourself and go out there and, and have a do a feature film that's about something else. or Yeah. And if that's what he's interested in doing with his career, like that, go for it like that's totally Hmm. if that's the direction you feel like you need to push yourself and and get something interesting happening yeah like that's cool but i don't know if i will watch it (laughs) Mm. i don't know tough one where where would you take it from here not sure i think i think obviously there's going to be some sort of supernatural stuff and that's okay Mm -hmm. um i liked how these these supernatural ones weren't just like Let's make a schlocky werewolf thing. It was like some some conceptual grounding to it all, and like the last one had the interesting question about you know, what if he had to kill somebody? Three people died compared to the rest mm-hmm. of the world dying. Like that's yeah, you know, that's problem, a fun concept. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I I kind of feel like maybe the 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 bit of running out of puff. For the rest of the technology stuff maybe well there's been a gap here of four years but maybe it needs to be a larger gap or maybe take some of these concepts and, and do some retro future stuff that we we're talking about with the mm. like how good episode three was with um the alternate history stuff yeah maybe dive into that a bit deeper um i, I wouldn't be opposed to like you know a big budget or well, a bigger budget feature film in the black mirror sort of world absolutely that yeah. could be something different you know i would be there watching it first day i just mm. had a thought did you think do you think people might have missed that third episode because they might not have enjoyed number two or yeah it's funny on a streaming service isn't it how that mm. how that you can because it's so easy to find something else yeah mm. well i hope people saw it because it was yeah pretty phenomenal 
think I give the season maybe like three stars overall. Okay. Like it was good. I enjoyed it. There were exceptional episodes like those two I give. Well, Beyond the Sea I give five stars, but um, the Joan one maybe like four. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just wasn't really here for the horror stuff. For the others. What are you rating it? I feel like Beyond the Sea is up there, as I said, with the best of the best of this whole show. Yeah. I don't really know where the others would would land in comparison to the but high a, highs of season three. Yeah, as a season. Season four. As a season overall, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna give it a three and a half stars. Okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, I guess we'll see what happens in the future with Black Mirror. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe he should keep making more and we'll still get hits and we, we still, obviously, some high high here, high here highs here. Maybe you got to risk it to get the biscuit, you know? Mm. Maybe we had to have some crappy horror ones that we didn't really like. I'm saying crappy. They were very well done. I don't know why I said that. Mm. Horror ones to get something as good as Beyond the Sea, you know? Mm. They can't all be bangers. Well, and I think that's the problem that when you've had some of the most amazing episodes, mm. like standalone episodes of TV, then... Even if something's very good compared to that, it's still compared to that, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Well, we did review some of these previous seasons in the in the Outback catalog. Maybe. At least season five. Oops. You can look into that Discovery yourself. Discovery mission. Yeah, they can go search. It's fine. <laughs> um, we're not sure where we're on the social media these days, but you'll find us along. You can keep at least listening to us on the podcast feed you're on at the moment. Mm-hmm. Anything else you'd like to add to our loyal listeners today? Probably don't kill people. I think that's one thing I can take away from the season. I'm I didn't know that definitely before. don't kill people. So yeah, it was good to be told. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.